Hello there, sports fans. Welcome to another episode of That's What She Said. It's the most pointless podcast where we just cover off the week of sports and we're coming to you weekly thanks to our good friends at Sportsbet. But make sure you gamble responsibly, of course. Georgie Parker here, joined every week as usual by former Matilda's goalkeeper and captain, mother and host of Parties That No One Rocks Up To, Bubs Barbieri. And alongside her, we have a former teammate of mine and former hockey, Rue, and the person with potentially the smallest hands in the world, Ashley. No guns or ACLs. Nelson, hello, ladies. They can still hello. make a sound, though. They might be small, but listen to them go clapping. Woo, those hands. Despite what they say, size doesn't matter, does it, Ash? No, it's just how you use them. Apparently. You know what they say, the smaller the hands, the smaller the... Gloves. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's going on, ladies? Second week of lockdown, bubs. Yeah. crazy? You've still got hair, not pulling it out. Uh, Lord help me. That's all I can say. No, I I have figured out that Holly... um, doesn't think at all of me. She's just just got zero tolerance respect. for respect. Um, you know, <laughs> she's got no loyalty, nothing. Like I'm, I'm pulling out all the stops for her, um, and she still does not believe a word I'm saying. Like I'm not giving you the instructions. <laughs> this is coming from the school. <laughs> she's like, whatever. One plus one does not equal two, you liar. (laughs) Do you think that it would be harder or easier with multiple kids? Um, I would think easier only because they, if you could get them all to do something, they would, they would copy each other. Whereas I'm trying to do housework and do all this other stuff around Holly while she's doing schoolwork and she just wants to be around us. Yeah. This, she kind of just wants to do whatever we're doing. I'm like, nah, mate, you're at school. Go back to school. <laughs> Get out your pajamas. <laughs> but where's the teacher? That's the question. Yeah. Doing housework. <laughs> no, the Zoom lady is the teacher. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> so they got the Google Meets, and I'm like, who's your teacher talking to if you're here with me? <laughs> I'm like, uh, this is a math lesson. It's like a one-on-one math lesson and she's out in the kitchen with me. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm getting a drink of water. <laughs> <laughs> What's she like at school? She always the one that's in, no. got to go to the toilet. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, they've got toilets in their classroom, so it's a little bit different. What? But, they, yeah, it's good, actually. <laughs> um, they've got an ensuite right. to the classroom. They do. They do. Yeah, actually. Oh, yeah, it's. I think it's a new thing, so that to stop the you know the perverts going into the chain, like into the toilets. Oh. It's a safety thing. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I would be good going back to school though. If I was you, Bubs, I'd be sitting in on those. What What year is Holly in? Grade two. Yeah, grade two. That's about where my maths level's at. So I reckon I would be. It'd be benefit just sitting there and learning a few subtraction, multiplication. Longhand division, no idea how to do that anymore. No, they don't do that anymore. They don't do it how we do it. You'd have to learn it all again. It'd be new for you. You'd be lovely, lo- loving it, new skills. Yeah, exactly. So if anyone wants to give me free pass to you know, grade two. I, I can do it. If you want to <laughs> Billy Madison. Billy Madison style. Back to school. <laughs> Definitely. And how are well, you, Nelson? You were at the, the footy yesterday. You got wet. 
I was at the football and once again, I did uh, get rained on. You know what? It was cold. Like I was sitting there thinking yeah. this is kind of like melbourne sort of weather. We got down to nine degrees, I think it might have been, or it feels like nine degrees, which, you know, I had a beanie on, I had my puffer jacket on and I actually felt as though it was a legitimate time to have those items of clothing on once in my life. Whereas usually we wear them and I'm like, I'm hot. I'm wearing shorts and a puffer. (laughs) Doesn't make sense. But last night, can confirm, I wore it. And also I got my $2.50 poncho out and have finally come to the conclusion as well that ponchos are probably the most versatile and handy bits of clothing to actually have uh, and well worth the investment because I and, ate something and I spilt it and it went onto the poncho. So that was great. <laughs> and then on top of that, like I protected myself from the rain and I was able to put everything up underneath the poncho to keep it all dry, including myself. So it's an adult bib. Is that what you're saying? Essentially, yeah. yes. Yeah. It, it's a 360 bib. I like to think of it the moo moo of rain dresses. It's, it's a good one. Rain dresses. Rain dresses. Do you know what? It is that, a rain dress. It is a it rain, is dress. A rain dress. <laughs> And I meant to say rain jackets. I actually think that that's something that we could go into. Waterproof dresses. True. Because, I mean, it's not the most stylish thing. It doesn't get you know, most for I mean, style. We, so we could kind of jazz it up a little bit and have a yeah. rain dress for boundary <laughs> riders. Yeah. There. I had to cover the Saturday match and I was sitting there and as you were sitting there in the rain and then... I'm looking at the TV girl with her umbrella, her hair done perfectly. I'm there with a poncho on in the rain. It's it's not glamorous on the radio side, is it? No, it's not. But now that we've got a rain dress, radio <laughs> could be really coming up the ranks. And next time you see, you know, Abby Jelmy or whatever on the TV out there, she'll be looking at you going, oh, radio's Ooh. got rain dresses. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Now, before we continue, I've actually got a fun fact. This is, I think this is wild. And I, I said it at a birthday party yesterday and. Uh, party. Oh, wow. Well, so, <laughs> well, it wasn't party, birthday lunch at a restaurant with friends. Why <laughs> stop it? <laughs> anyway, so, so I went. I know. I know. Do you know what? I've actually like started not telling my workmates what I'm doing when they're like, oh, can you work on something? I'm like, no, I've just got things I need to do. I don't want to tell them that I'm at an engagement party because it <laughs> just breaks their little souls. Um, anyway, and I said this at this birthday lunch yesterday and I did not get the reaction that I was hoping for. So I'm just hoping that you can give it to me because I personally think this is wild. And I didn't believe it when I was first told it, but it is true. It is a fact, a very fun fact, I would have thought. Did you ladies know that Perth gets more average rainfall a year than Melbourne? It gets more average rainfall a year than London. In one hit, isn't it? Like it's like... No, in as in all year, the amount of... No, I know, but like do we get it like really quickly in one hit compared to Melbourne and London well, where it's like sort of spaced out across the I didn't the year. look at... The, well, yeah, because we are the sunniest city in Australia, so you'd assume that that would be why. However, I think that's a wild stat. Do you not think that that's fun that we get... We're a wetter than Melbourne. I think that's crazy. I, I don't. I don't. Where did you get that stat from? I I'll tell you incredible. the numbers if you'd like to know the numbers. Uh we get 807 millimetres on average per year of rain. Melbourne, 
gets 531. That is a fair difference. That is a fair distance, but you can have it, you know, because like we, we have just the, the rain that falls when you're having a party and that's in that's summer, all in February. That's what, yeah, that's, <laughs> is, that's all it's there for. Is that just why no one came well. to your party, bubs? Because of the no, rain? Is that what you're no. putting it down to? Yeah, apparently it was uh, the lack of the crock and bush, but I had one. So, yeah, yeah that comes through. As, as I, I learned something the other day, and I don't think it's as informative as yours, Parker, because I think that's, you know, relevant to Perth and Melbourne people, quite interesting, those in London. But I don't know if you guys knew, but you know the, the little pocket in your jeans? What do you think that was used for and why is it there? Coins. Buttons. What do you mean? Tiny buttons? hands for your size hands. <laughs> it's perfect so size I learned for you. the other day that well, someone was telling me that it actually is like leftover from when you used to have like your little pocket watches and that's where it used to go. And I was like, I don't know how many times I've worn jeans and kind of just assumed it's because of coins. And well, then I thought, you know is what? that something that I'm meant to have actually have known? Well, I would the other day I bought a new jacket and the pockets were sewn together. You know how they're like yes. on blazers, school blazers. Yeah. I was like, why are they always sewn together when there's pockets under there? It's to stop the shape from changing when it's on the hangers. Yes. Mm. So then you unpick yeah. it when you get I know, it. I, I, when I say unpick, I go and just rip it. <laughs> I put, yeah. Get a finger in and rip. I don't, I'm, you're probably meant to do it a bit. Uh, more more delicately. Yeah. Oh, I don't do that. <laughs> there are things that you learn when you get a little bit older that you go, I wonder how long I should have actually known that for. And it's an embarrassing that I didn't know that. No, I think that that one is very obscure and I might use that fun fact uh, at, at another your time. next party? At my next party. Where you're with other people. Yes, with my other <laughs> friends just... during the week. Just take along your little pocket watch and whip it out and go, look at my little... <laughs> That's actually what it's for, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You have to be able to read an analogue clock to be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, now we've all learnt something. How about when you you've have got those, those pockets where you, you go to delve into it and you're like, oh, it's a fake pocket, <gasps> and then three years later... Three years later, you figure out, oh, no, it's, it's, it's actually just a pocket. you just got to rip it. And then there's the next time after that and you think, oh, this isn't a fake pocket and you rip it <laughs> and it's actually a fake pocket and then you get left with a big it's hole. It's got a it. hole in your pocket. <laughs> Do you have any fun facts, bubs? You're yeah, a mum. Something You'd happened. Yes, something uh, happened to me uh, on, on the weekend. Um, I didn't know that this fella's name was Big Bad Barry. And I found out because <laughs> I'm just going to throw this story in. It's probably not relevant at all, but I'm going to throw it in there because it's funny. Sounds um, like this, something. This, <laughs> Sounds like normal. <laughs> this old lady, this old lady from uh, my work, I'm not going to tell you where I work. She hands me her phone. She says, You've I'm said it so multiple times. <laughs> oh, I'll post, I'll post, I'll post. <laughs> anyway, thank you. She gives me her phone and she says, darling, I have too many photos on my messages. Can you help me? My daughter helps me delete. I, I go, no problem. And I flip it open. And back in my the day. Flip phone. It's the most, the, it's flip the Motorola Razor. Motorola Razor. Yes. Greatest phone ever in pink. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I go happens? through, I go through her messages and think, oh my God, isn't this lovely? She trusts me so, so much to go through her phone. And I'm like, what an idiot. What is an old lady going to have on her phone? And sure enough, 
the next photo I put put up is Big Bad Barry. I didn't know his name. He's a big black man with a big uh, yes. <clears throat> oh, yeah, he, the meme meme guy. The meme, the meme, meme guy. I didn't I didn't know his name until I told my my he's, husband the story. He goes, Yeah, Big Bad Barry. He's and dead. Oh, yeah, and then he told me that he was dead. So that's another fun fact. <laughs> oh, see, I didn't, know th- I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Did he? He's passed away, yeah. A while ago. When I didn't know his name ago. was Barry either. So that's, I mean, sad but on one hand, but also, there you go. That's the story behind the meme. Yeah, and but what's the fun fact here? Is that the fun we, fact? <laughs> yes. Can you, have we just glossed over the fact that she's like a 70-year-old woman with a photo? Yeah, but it's a meme. It's a meme. <laughs> or she knew Barry on a back personal level. Back in the day. Level, back in the day. <laughs> Who knows? <Maybe> <laughs> oh, yes. That's an and interesting the, fun fact. The, the other fun <laughs> fact is is that Bubs works at Australia Post. <laughs> no, I haven't said that on air. You, you, I've only I'm said pretty it. sure you have. No, I no, you I have multiple times. <laughs> I take the temperature at Ozpost. <laughs> no, I didn't. I just said I'm a temperature checker. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, you, you, don't, you don't work there or is out now, one of the two. But yeah. You work at a place <laughs> that rhymes with Australia <laughs> most. <laughs> well, there we go. Now. This has completely changed my segue. My segue was going to be about weather and about clutch <laughs> moments on the Fremantle match. <laughs> you should always Cubs. skip me. <laughs> no, you're, you're right. I'm not. We need to have a chat after this work. And <laughs> no, no, we, we love and respect you for everything that you offer to this pointless <laughs> podcast. It wouldn't be pointless without you, would it? Oh, it's it'd be another level. <laughs> anyway, well, clutch moments. Okay, so <laughs> I said I was at the the footy on Saturday. It was raining. It was a very low scoring match. Carlton Football Club coming back with the win, of course, with a post match after the siren goal. Um, a lot of post conjecture match around goal that. Been, post match goal would have been good to see. <laughs> Post-match. It was post-match, after the siren. <laughs> Post-regular <laughs> yeah. time, after the siren. Goal. Um, Jack News with the goods. Yes. A lot of conjecture around it. Um, but I'll tell you what, I was there. I've had this ridiculously perfect view of that goal right in line with it. Up there with, it had a lot of Dom Sheed vibes about There's it. There's a Ash, lot of Dom that. Sheed vibes about it. And I actually was about that close to putting it on there going, it reminds me of another kick and another well, clutch rem- goal. But um, that was during the game, arguably, well, definitely a bigger game. Dom Sheed, of course, doing it in the 2018 grand final. Um, we've had a couple of after the siren goals this year. We had... Um, Robbie Gray also, basically mm-hmm. similar spot for Port doing that as well. Good. Eagles are good at doing it as well. We had Shuey the other year in a prelim doing it against Port. Is it Shuey, yeah. wasn't it? Well, Josh Kennedy actually um, also not like it wasn't after the, the siren or anything along those lines, but in the game um, that's just gone, he kicked one from a very similar position as well. So it's just kind of like, oh, well, monkey see, monkey do. But it was an impressive angle that Jack News kicked it from. And what was even more impressive 
was just he kind of grabbed the ball and owned it and he didn't even take much time. The only thing that he did was try to get the camera guy out the way who refused to move, which I found really? quite incredible. <laughs> anyway, finally he moved and he got a great like photo of him kicking the ball. But he just went back and he didn't even take any time. He just lined it up and kind of had this almost confidence that, hey, if I think about it too much, I'm probably going to ruin it, so I'm just going to go back yeah. and do it. Um, and I saw your video of it, um, Georgie, and it was a very, very good video. And I love the celebrations after with all the Carlton fans, uh, sorry, Carlton players piling on each other as well. And it made me thinking, it made me thinking, whoa, it got me thinking. <laughs> I was, I love, I, oh, can I go back to some of Holly's English classes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need them. Holy smokes. Um, Oh, Clutch moments in sport. They're memorable. That I'll, I'll remember that moment for a while. That was, that was unreal. We'll remember Dom Sheed for a very long time. What are some clutch moments that you've had or that you've seen, been there, remember? Um, well, just, on, just on the weekend, I, I, I saw one of the best clutch moments for PSG to come back from, two, from one nil down. Um, uh, Mbappe comes on with about, I don't know, 15 minutes We love to go. him, don't we? Mbappe, yeah, we love yeah, him. We yeah, love him. Yeah, and he came on and Neymar's passed him this brilliant ball and got him behind the defence and crossed it across for the last final clutch moment. And, man, it was absolutely delirium in the stadium and anybody watching, absolute clutch. Do you do golden goal in extra time? Not anymore. There Not was anymore. a period. There was a period there that it was, but... The, these two goals came within like three minutes of each other. It was crazy. Absolutely what about in, in finals though? Is it golden goal in finals or is it? No, no, no golden. You, we, we, we had it for a little while, but then we, we got rid of it because it's yes. Yeah, so, so did we, you don't like it. And uh, no, no yeah, it, it kind of, it kind of, it meant people stop trying to get to penalties and they try and win it. But in actual fact, it, it, it just made it really hard in, in soccer. I think it's just too hard when, when you've played that long to have that sort of element of intensity for that continuous period. It, it, it just dragged it out too long. Ash, do you remember when for a period there in hockey we were trying to ch- – we change in our national league, we change a bit of the rules. Do you remember when we had drop-offs? Yeah, we did drop off. What so drop you'd off? finish. We'd finish at regular time, and if it was still a draw, that you would go back out for extra time. But as the extra time went on, you would start to drop off players. So in the end, oh wow, instead of seven being on seven. El- yeah, eleven on eleven, it ended up being seven on seven. It was horrific, and I because it just the game just kept on going and going and going, and then um, and then it would be like okay, then it goes to golden goal, and then there's less of you, and then finally because. No no one scored because everyone was just too tired. Well, then it would finally go to penalties. But, you know, you've already played basically two games um, by the time it gets there. But I also remember in um, Com Games, Georgie, in India, you weren't there at the time, but we went to extra time in India against New Zealand. And think about playing in the heat of the day in India. So it was just utter exhaustion and I think I dove for a ball and it went past the goal and I just literally stayed there for about a minute, I think, trying to like will myself to get up. And then we went to um, penalty strokes and I ended up taking one and 
I was so exhausted by the end of the game as to going and playing extra time that I couldn't care less about where my penalty stroke went. And it was probably the best thing that actually happened to me because I just went up and took it and then it went in. I'm like, oh, thank God, that's over. You know, so it kind of relaxed <laughs> me a little bit. I'm done. But yeah, drop offs were interesting. I, um, I think that like visually they were quite fun to watch though if people had enough energy. Yeah, absolutely. It was horrific to play in. What about watching in terms of clutch moments? I mean, you're at Eagles. You always remember Dom Sheed. Is there any other one? Yeah, ones? no, I think, I mean, you can't go past Cathy Freeman, um, oh. Sydney 2000, yeah, Olympics. You guys watched the doco yet? Not yet, but uh, I was watching her race because it came up on Twitter, I think, that because they were promoting the, the Sydney Olympic um, documentary that you're talking about. So I was sitting there at work the other day researching um, and watching it, <laughs> and I, like, it gives me goosebumps every single time. It's like you worry that Kathy Freeman isn't going to be able to win the gold, but she does it again and again and again. Um, so I thought that was amazing because, really, she did have the weight of Australia oh, on her shoulders. Yeah. There was an expectation. She had the suit. That probably made it even, like, worse maybe. I don't know because she had the suit. People were going, she must run faster than the rest of them. Um, when she but, finished that race, she didn't even have a look of joy. You're, you compare her yeah. to Sally Pearson, for example, when she won that silver in Beijing. <laughs> Did you see me? Did you see I me? I saw a butterfly. <laughs> like that pure joy. Kathy Freeman was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. She was just looked yeah. so spent. Yeah, she just, that weight, that's gone. Do you know what's funny, though? Do you remember how if you go to Questicon in uh, in Canberra, they might have them at a few other science museums and they've got a a light kind of display yeah, where you yeah. run against Kathy Freeman and it's on a 20 meter track or 15 meter track or something. A man did it and now he's tried suing them because he got so competitive. He wanted to beat Kathy that he ran into a wall and ended up in hospital. And he goes, it's not my fault. I wanted to be so competitive. It's like, well, maybe don't try to beat an Olympic gold medalist. <laughs> like, it's very I funny. Could, anyway, Quest, Questacon's a great place to go to if you're ever in Canberra. I thought, Bubs, you might have been um, John Aloisi as well with uh, getting the, the guys into the World Cup. That was a pretty big clutch moment as far nah, as football's concerned. I would, see, that's for me, that's different. I, I would say that's a Mark Schwarzer clutch moment because really it was yeah. Mark Schwarzer who made the saves. John, Al yeah, Aloisi, yes. He put it away in the end. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But you're a goalie, though. Yeah, well, he did make two saves prior to that. Every, yeah. I just love the image of John Aloisi in the frame and then Swartzer just comes in behind like no one gives a shit about him. He's Aww. just saved two of the best penalties. Like, they were two of the greatest saves I've ever ever seen, actually. So If, he, if he'd yeah. made a crock and bush, maybe people would have come and celebrated with him. Yes, yeah, probably. He's got he's got man hands like me, so it's because he's a man. It's because he's a man. <laughs> weird, weird, weird. All right, so post COVID, we're in we're in COVID now. We don't know when we're going to get out. Hopefully soon. I mean, it's it's weird because we're kind of out of it over here on the other side. We don't want to. <laughs> crow too early. We don't want to pull those cigars out. But in terms of how sports are run they're all going to be a little bit different from now. And there's a lot of things that are going to change, a lot of things that will may come back. We're not sure how it's going to go. But, Bubs, a few things that you're wondering whether we should keep or... Yeah, so for me, it's been, 
It's been about the Champions League lately. Um, so the first, I'll give you the rundown. So usually the, the Champions League has a, a two-leg sort of scenario. So they play the, the first leg and then the aggregate of the two matches combined means that whoever wins those two matches goes through. And then, so for this period, the first, um, so not the quarterfinals, the round of 16 was still a two-legged race. So, but the first match of the leg was played in pre-COVID or the start of COVID in February and March. And so the second leg of that was played in, in early August. And so these rounds of matches, these quarterfinals were changed post-COVID um, to, to hasten the sort of uh, Champions League through to just one single knockout match. Now, for a lot of the teams... It, like the games have been absolutely enthralling, right? But it has given the underdogs this massive sort of boost. I don't know if, if you guys notice, but whenever these sort of underdog teams play in these Champion League matches, a lot of the time they get that first leg under their belt and then they get run over in the second leg. So it's almost mm. like the the top team needs to say, oh, yeah, sorry, we took it a bit easy on them. Now we'll just smash them uh, on our home match or whatever it is, and and it kind of to and froze like that. So these last week, this last weekend, a majority of the underdogs actually won. So Atalanta, this is the the match I was talking about before. Paris Saint Germain beat them two one, but in the like dying minutes, thanks to Mbappe and Neymar. Um, and they, they, Atalanta could have won it. They could have had it. But Leipzig beat uh, Atletico Madrid. Um, Bayern is not an underdog, but they did beat uh, Barcelona 8-2, which is mm. massive. You'd, you'd hate eight to be a, um, uh, a Barcelona Goalie. fan right now. <laughs> Goalkeeper in that match. Actually, he was honking. He was so bad. And the, I hate the fact that when, when the, store, the scores start to get high, they give up. Absolutely does my noggin in. But um, the other one was Leon uh, beating Man City. And talk about missing clutch moments. I mean, if you've got the clutch moments, then there's the, the opposite. Raheem Sterling absolutely misses a, uh, a sitter in front of the goals um, and, and basically means that Pep Guardiola is going to be um, probably fired because of that. But, yeah, so I was thinking, do you... Do you wipe the the double leg? Because the absolute drama of just having one game and they know it's one game and if you're playing like crap, it's very hard to dig yourself out of a hole in that in that one game. So is I was this, wondering if, if you would keep it. Is this mm. something that, I mean, essentially it's like finals, right, where you don't have as many of those in football, Um you have yeah. like the winner of the league is the That's winner it. of the round to round league. You don't really have these. I guess for me, I think it's quite normal to have one, your whole season okay, yeah. resting on one match. That's yeah. quite normal, I guess. But that, um, but, but that was something that changed like Georgie, I think from a hockey perspective. And I was quite interested listening to that, but was because once broadcasts sort of started to get more involved, well, then all of a sudden we saw a change in the dynamic as to how finals were essentially 
run before broadcast sort of happened we actually never had a quarter final which would really essentially give the underdogs an opportunity to beat the higher ranked side to go through to the finals it kind of just ended up being you know the top two sides just go straight through into the the semi-finals and the consistency across the tournament was rewarded now they've switched to something which you know gives an extra final makes it a bit more exciting because it essentially does come down to that quarter final where you've got lower ranked teams able to all of a sudden kind of jump into a final scenario and you get those upsets which i think that when you're a fan it keeps more people engaged and also makes for a better storyline so i wouldn't be surprised if maybe in the future you actually sort of start to see maybe these one-off kind of games actually become a bit more of a, a feature rather than having the, the two legs, so to speak. Yeah, because I was thinking, you know, it, it's all well and good when it's an exciting match and, and the, the bottom team or the underdog team is playing at the level of the better team. But at some point, don't you just, don't they lose that sort of momentum sort of thing? And, and then you, you have to play out a really you know, important match with some mediocre teams. Like, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to underrate that the teams that have made it because they're quite good. Yeah. But it's like tennis. If, if, you know, Serena Williams gets beaten in the first round, everyone's like, oh, wow. But then they're like, oh, but hold on. When it mm. comes down to the money end, don't we want Serena in there? <laughs> yeah. But we had that issue as well. I can't remember exactly what tournament was, Georgie, but we finished top of one pool, uh, Holland finished the top of the other pool, and we both lost our quarterfinals. And in the end, the game of fifth versus six was Australia versus Holland, which you would have thought actually which would have been the gold two. medal match, <laughs> and it wasn't. And in the end, I can't even remember who played in the final, but you kind of went, well, that one game, that one quarterfinal game essentially cost your better sides going and playing another two games in the semi-final and also the grand final. So long-term, you kind of miss out um, as somebody that might be a broadcaster because you're just not getting that quality match. Now, that's kind of generally sort of speaking, and there have been exceptions to that, but there's always pluses and, you know, minuses to the, the, the situation. Yeah. Well, that's where I guess then we can't get an extra match in in hockey because of the format we play. Um, same in, I guess, World Cup and things like that where it's knockouts. Whereas mm-hmm. if you look at footy, they essentially have the two, the, the top four and then the second and then five to eight. That's where that extra kind of um, match comes in. Um, but I agree with you because then sometimes as well it can be a team randomly finishes top and then a better team finishes fourth and then it's not rewarded in their round play as well. Yeah, especially Olympics where it's two weeks when it comes to hockey of hard work and if you're a team that performs consistently, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get through to, you know, a position which you should essentially have earned uh, by that stage. It just means that you make it into the court final and you have to have a good game then. But, you know... That's I do cool, have another. It? I do have another question of what um, what we're going to keep or leave when um, COVID is over, when it's all sorted. Um, AFL every day. This might be an unpopular opinion, but I haven't liked it. It's too much footy. It's there's no differentiation. But I can't even say that word. There's no. I can't figure out when one round ends and another one starts. It's too much. It's every night. Um, there's no time just to breathe and let that match 
that's round soaking. I don't know. I don't know where we are. And I really mm. personally don't like it. I love a Thursday night match. It's getting you ramped up for the weekend ready. Thursday to Sunday for me is elite. Three days off. Um, but I haven't liked this 20 days of footy at all and I understand why we're doing it. But, you know, there's people that are calling, I love footy every day because they're looking at American sports going, well, American sports play every day. But America has, yeah, the NBA, you've got the NHL, you've got the NBL. It's not just AFL every day, which is all mm-hmm. we're seeing. Um, and then what it's doing is it's drowning the other sports like A-League or um, the Super Rugby or any of these other sports. It's absolutely drowning them because that's all the, the media on this bottom half of the country talks about. I think half the, the fact was like, even with the A-League, I know there's a game coming up and fuck me if a Monday night I'm looking for, for a game on. You just forget, like it's not in your in your in your general system to go. Oh, it's it's Tuesday night. <laughs> I better whack on the footy. footy. It's it, yeah. Mm. I'm sure you could get used to it though. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a huge fan of it because I feel as though that the reason why I enjoy football is so much is you know what goes around with it. So the anticipation, the, the anticipation, yeah. going out, being social, which technically like, I don't want to be going out to a pub on a I'm Tuesday on a night Wednesday. to a yeah. Wednesday night. So I like everything. I'm not 20 goes, anymore. Yeah, exactly. I've got to get and up. That, I, don't, I don't look this good if I haven't had my eight hours sleep. Exactly. Um, but also I, I get concerned about the longevity of the athletes. And also I have concern that we will see an increase in injuries when you have more games put together less rest period. I just don't think that we're going to have those 300 gamers that are going to be able to play for extended periods of time when you're kind of doing these back-to-back-to-back games. You can afford to do it in something like football or soccer, um, which they, you know, do overseas quite regularly because although it is a physical sport, the physical contact isn't there comparatively to what AFL is. So I think that they can afford to do that. And same with basketball. There's just a little bit of a difference in the level of demand on the body. So well, there's a I reason why it's... NFL doesn't play every day. Exactly. NFL exactly. is Thursday to Sunday or like every Sunday and yeah. then college yeah. plays other days. Yeah. So I think I, I can't see it coming back from like my person. And I don't think that uh, people will miss it. There might be a few that will miss it, but you know, gosh, there's other things to watch on TV rather than that. You can go catch current what, affair, current affair, <laughs> big brother <laughs> or something along those minutes. lines. <laughs> All right, it is it was meant to be half time, but it's actually three quarter time. Um, so we all know what that means. It's Ash's favourite and only segment. It's half time of our pointless podcast, so that means we have to listen to Small Hands Nelson for half Nelson. Off you go. Nicely done. Thank you. Another, another good sting for another big <laughs> week. Uh, half Nelson today, guys. Jimmy Butler from the Miami Heat in the NBA. Well, he's been busy working two jobs. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler from downtown. Um, no, guys, this is, this is um, he's been working hard and he has to work hard. He has to work two jobs because he's only getting paid $34 million um, you know, for it's this actually, season. It's that, equate, that, that equates to $47 million by Aussie standards. So, mm. you know, he's on minimum wage. Um, and as a result, he <laughs> has taken over, um, you know, how they're in their Disney bubble at the moment. I love, I kind of love it though. It's yeah, like exactly. a world there for them. Who wouldn't want to be in a Disney bubble? Um, but he has decided that he is going to make coffee for all of those guys in there um, and he's going to charge his fellow players $20 a cup. 
he calls it big face coffee and uh, he does, you know, lattes, cappuccinos, americanos, espressos, macchiatos, you name it, he can do it. It's so, hard to find a good coffee in America, Ash. It is, it is. I was actually reading that going, I didn't even know America's knew what a latte was. Yeah, they don't. every time don't. I go there, all they know is like Starbucks, just the diner kind of, you know, yeah. like coffee. So I was impressed by that. But and they're I this thought, big. 20 bucks though for a coffee. I mean, Perth's expensive when it comes to coffee, but $20. But Outrageous. I was thinking I might, first of all, if I had a, a bank account like some of the basketballers, I would probably pay that much. And also because I get addicted to coffee, I would pay $20 if that was the only coffee. Is there anything going. special about this coffee? Um, is it 20 US or is it 20 Australian? 20, 20 US, 27 one, Australian. One slick note. And is he is donating fresh, this money anywhere? No, well, two, because he's, you know, working two jobs. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it goes to him. Is um, there anything special? Oh, it's a French press. He uses a French press. I don't know what that means, what that but means. that's um, that's what he's using. Uh, cash only, which is unusual in the, this, this day and age. And, he doesn't um, want to go to the tax man. No, and no IOUs. So he's a strict, strict guy. Strict operator. Um, I kind of like it. That's entrepreneurial. Yeah, exactly. Um, so my question to you guys is basically, what do you pay money for that is clearly overpriced? I'll tell you right now, and it's the reason why I've got this. What have you got there? Getting, oh, ridiculously bad. People can't see that. Oh, duh, you guys. I've got the worst regrowth ever. Getting your hair dyed. Holy smokes. I don't know. I I pay it. I pay hundreds of dollars. That is so overpriced. It can't cost $400 to get your hair done. No. You're paying their rent. That's what you're doing. I paid my last hair for cut, colour, tone. $452. $452. I'm not going there again. I didn't Guys know don't get it, cost. do they? Guys don't get it. Like if I said I paid $400 for my hair, they would have no concept that hair could actually cost that much. No, they get I don't understand how it costs that much. No, neither do I. And that's Have you saying. seen how it's... much grey hairs in Georgie Parker's head? Like, God, they had to well, ladle it on. I don't have that many grey hairs. I'm not like you, Miss. I pull one and bring it out to the show. But I do have terrible regrowth at the moment because I've got this, I really want to be blonde, um, but I'm not. That's the problem. So I try to go lighter and I shouldn't. Just don't do it, but I do. Um, but it's so expensive. Isn't yeah. that why there's always a bank directly next door to the hairdressers? So well, no, do you know what, though? <laughs> I pay I pay with a different account so Jacob doesn't um, pay it. <laughs> and I that's do. proof he doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> and that is our grab and promo. No, that's it. I, I'm like, I, I can't let him see that. So I've got another account that I'd buy, like, outrageously expensive things from. How about the shampoo that goes along with it? Oh my oh, god, thirty dollars treatment. Four hundred. Thirty dollars. Olaplex, forty-five. I paid twenty-seven dollars not too long ago because I didn't want to go down to the shops, but I felt like dessert and I had a friend here, and we decided that yes, we would go via Uber Eats, and it was like a little tub of Ben and Jerry's, and I'm talking like you know the tub that's like that size for two people. 
button yeah. or one. $27 for one little tub of Ben and Jerry's so it could be delivered via Uber Eats. Anyway, it got here and we opened it up and it was icy. You know when ice cream oh, goes oh, like no, icy no. and not I'd creamy? cry. It I'd was cry. the pits. It was the pits. I'm like, I have just paid $27 for icy ice cream. Oh, hun. That's crazy. I'm so, I've, I have friends that get their coffees from Uber Eats. I'm like, you've just spent $12 on a coffee. It's, that's nearly Jimmy Butler price. Yeah. When, yes. when, I, um, when I moved into Point Cook uh, around this area, there was absolutely nothing out here. So when the first bikini wax joint opened up, I was like, yes, finally I can get my bikini wax. I go in there and she's charged me $90 for a bikini oh. wax, right? Is that, yeah. is that because of the amount of time it took <laughs> to do? She's Italian. Don't stereotype. <laughs> You're so racist, Ash. I'm so sorry. If you I wasn't. I just HR. meant more because it'd been a long time, not because she was Italian. Oh, yeah, sure. Sure. No, I just had to travel prior to that. Thank you, Ashley. No, she charged me 90 bucks for a, uh, for a Brazilian, but she kind of thought, okay, so we did the sides, we did the middle, and we took everything off. So she added them all together. I'm like, you nafty. We did the sides, we did the middle. <laughs> You don't do it by stage by stage. Like you don't go in there and go, I'll have a like half Brazilian, just one half because I can only afford that today. Like when you pay yeah. for Brazilian, it's all inclusive of That's all the right. hair. And sometimes it's actually cheaper because they just whack it on and take it off. It doesn't matter. But this woman thought it was you need to get miraculous. Laser, honey. Well, look, I've had changes since then, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It's just something that women have to do and then it's 90 oh. bucks. Like, what the hell? It's just a bit of wax. Well, we don't have to. That's just what society tells us. You don't oh, no, have to and prefer. you don't have to pay $27 for Jimmy Butler's <laughs> coffee. <laughs> potato. I'm a the potato. potato awards. It's the Spud Awards, of course. We're persisting. We're persisting. I'm not sure if it's getting any good, any better. Um, but look, off you go, Bubs. And I'm pretty sure I know what your Potato of the Week award <laughs> is because this is oh. this is wild. What the hell? This was bad. Yeah, my um, my potato. So my Spud Award. So the worst is in in the world, like boiled potato, but gone gangrenous because it's been left. Um, in the sink, so the green long. potato left in the bottom of your cupboard with like yes. the roots, that the roots coming out, out. yeah. And it's so rotten, you can't even take it out, it just mushes up into your hand, anyway. Sydney FC just re- recently won the Premier's plate in the A League, and, and they posted um, on their Twitter account Sydney FC will become the first professional sports club in the country to lift a domestic trophy tomorrow night since the devastating coronavirus impact on Australian sport. Meanwhile, my team at Melbourne City had already lifted two trophies. <laughs> and uh, there's been basketball as well. We've got the, As well, basketball. Uh, the WNBA, L, the NBL. It kind of like, well, from both sides, like you kind of like they're dismissing other sports, but then they're also dismissing, dismissing their, their own, own sport. women's sport. <laughs> It's bad. Have you read the, co- the the comments? If you have a spare few minutes, the comments on there are wild. It is a fun time. It's a fun time. Mine, mine was best, I think. 
Yeah, yours was great. Mine, mine was last. Pen. My, my, I took. I put a photo of us with the trophy, and and I said, I, "Oh, this must have been my last pandemic." My, my bad. bad. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> duh. You're getting them confused. Come on. What were you trying? What were you trying to say in that moment, Bubs? I was trying to. Maybe it was the Spanish flu one. <laughs> you being so sarcastic old. at all? <laughs> I'm, I'm so old. I can't remember. I couldn't recall. Oh, <laughs> Dementia comes in. Early onset. Um, <laughs> that is so bad. It is so bad. And they left it up. That's what was crazy. They I think actually it's still left it. Like, what? Wow. Yeah. And wild, some wild. guy said to me, oh, it's not prof- your W League isn't professional. And I'm like, okay, but what about every other sport that's played since Yeah, then? okay. NBL okay. Isn't, isn't. No. They take that title off um, Damien Martin. Yeah. Yeah. No, but. Uh, yeah. Ash, Oh, right. Um, Okay, so I've got some fries for the West Coast Eagles media account because Brad Shepard, who, um, if you follow AFL, you know is the defender, and he came up and he kicked a goal, his second goal in as many weeks for the season. So he has like 18 goals for his entire career now. How many goals do you have, Bubs? (laughs) Nine, Yes, continue. Carry on. Anyway, <laughs> I laughed because as I was at the game, I was reading through their Twitter account and they asked the Swamp Thing, a sports statistician, I can't even say that. The best, on, the best in the, the, best best on in the biz. Yep. Um, but they asked him where Brad Shepard now ranks in the Coleman medal race. And under it, they were like asking for a friend. So a little bit of jest. Anyway, bless Sir Swampy. He actually went out and researched it. Turns out uh, Brad Shepard has jumped 123 spots in the last eight days and now sits 232nd in the league. Uh, so he's making a late surge up the Coleman medal race. So, you know, who knows? A few more goals. He might be up there. But I just thought it was quite funny. And isn't it like every defender's dream or... Or goalkeeper's dream to you know sink some goals. Kennedy yeah, might be nervous. Doing a hamstring, doing hamstring, running up trying to score goals. <laughs> anyway, I got. I thought you know that was quite funny by the West Coast media account, and also some fries for Brad Shepherd for being a defender that goes and kicks some goals. Well done. So well done. Good on him. I've got a. Uh, I reckon this might be a. Where are we going to rank it? I reckon some good mashed potato. Level fries here that we've got going on. A bit of cream cheese in there, a bit of butter. Yeah, yeah, but not like real butter, like margarine butter, not not proper good butter. butter. Uh, And it's another football-related one, AFL, I should say. Um, Now, Richmond have put in a new policy in their their camp. Uh, They're giving away a few... Headlines again? Yeah, I am. (laughs) (laughs) No, but they put a new policy in. They've been giving away a few too many 50-metre penalties. So the boys, including Trent Cotchen, who is a father of a few kids, he said that whoever gives away a 50-metre penalty has to change Parker, his little baby's nappy, for a day. (laughs) And that might put a few of them off. Can you imagine Dusty Martin? But that could be child abuse as well, couldn't it? I mean, I reckon there'd be (laughs) a few of them would not even know how to put it on which way <laughs> as to how much do they wipe off i just feel as learning. though that Parker might kind of be the, the victim in all of this <laughs> no i think i think it's funny i think it's going to stop a few of them for doing a few dumb things because 50 meters are mostly all avoidable 
nearly all of them are avoided. Well, they're in the hub now, aren't they? So really, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty confident Parker would have a few poos to dish out. Um, few so number ones, away, plenty yeah. number twos. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And it might have the mashed potato consistency there uh, <laughs> well. Yummy. Mm, that's graphic. Um, well, that's all we've got time for. We've got plenty that we didn't get through because we seem to not be able to run to time. So tune in next week. There'll be plenty to chat about. Thank you for listening. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your friends. Share, like, subscribe, review. If only if you've got something nice to say, review though. And we will see you next week. Gamble responsibly.